popcorn junkies. Boo, 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 boo. I don't know what the poo, poo, poo thing was, but we did the poo, poo, poo. What is the poo, poo, poo? I don't know. I don't know either. Last Black Man in San Francisco is the film that we are reviewing. Directed by Joe Tolbert and starring one of the main characters in it, starring Jimmy Fails, and that's his name. Most it's characters, and it's about Jimmy Fails. And in fact, Danny Glover in the cast list is listed as Danny Glover as Danny Glover. Yeah, okay. All yeah. their names are oh. their names. Oh. So everyone is playing themselves in this film. Okay. Why? Because Jimmy Fails, the lead actor, is best mates with Joe Tolbert, and as young teenagers, they vowed that they wanted to make a film that's essentially based on Jimmy Fails' own childhood experiences. Mm -hmm. It embellishes it slightly within this film, but the mm -hmm. idea that he grew up in a sort of luxurious house in a sort of slightly white. more affluent neighborhood, a white neighborhood in San Francisco with his grandfather, and then they lost the house, yeah. and he sort of fell into uh, childcare and, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I didn't recognise him from anything, and that's because he's, it's his first film, Jimmy Fells. It's his first time as an actor. And it's Is Joe, it someone about his face I recognised, yeah, but I didn't yeah. that was just and, from the trailer. And Joe, it's Joe Tolbert's first film as well as a director. Oh. So, yeah, wow. you know, and they started the whole project with a Kickstarter page where they raised $50,000. Danny Glover saw this, mm -hmm. got in touch, said, I'm willing to jump in on it. That's contribute crazy. up Just the money. A twenty four came in. That's bish bash bosh. Yeah. yeah. I also really loved the the other guy, the other actor. John, yeah, Jonathan Majors, Jonathan who we've Majors. established is in was in or we, I, I, has I, been I in much. I recognise him from White Boy Rick. White that's Boy Rick, that's what you recognise him from. And a TV series that he was in was When We Rise, and he was also in Carol Morley's Out of Blue. So I must have seen him. What were our feelings going into this? Were we excited? You were. We, well, was, we were. Well, I mean, the, I thought the trailer was brilliant, yeah, yeah. so I was, like, so excited about this film. Yeah. Also because, like, the music and everything sounded so beautiful in it. Yeah, it was and I really loved the slow motion. conceived, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of, like, the slow motion shots in the trailer. And what were your expectations? You'd read a lot of reviews. Or I've read, reviews. read some reviews and um, where people were being very sniffy, white, middle class. Yeah. But here's my big, big gripe with reviewers. You either review what's put in front of you, yeah. and your job as a reviewer, and I feel our job as a reviewer, is to give people a flavour of the film, identify the things that work and don't work, and then give our sense of whether we enjoyed it or not. Yeah. You don't go in preordained well, yeah. going, it's trying to be A, but it actually, exactly. you can't it's say like, it fails. It seems yeah. like all of these reviewers are like comparing it to other films, and yeah. just they all go, oh, it's trying to be something. Yeah, it's not it trying is. to be anything. Yeah. What do you know? You don't know what it's trying to yeah. be. Absolutely, yeah. I totally yeah. agree. That said, as I sat down, and I think this is what's happening maybe with some some critics as i sat down i did i do sometimes get a little bit weary when i see you know audience award at sundance or jury prize at sundance that you're going to get slightly this photo fit american indie film mm. that's going to have all those constituent elements of you know portrait shots depth of focus uh, kooky kind of soundtrack tracking shots slow-mo which, which it has all of those things in it but but it has a, I, I feel, and we'll get onto it, I feel it has a, a hell of a lot more. And essentially you've got the main character, Jimmy Fells, and then you've got his friend, Jonathan Majors. And at times I was wondering whether they were a gay couple. Yeah. <laughs> and I think there was the inference with the gang, but they, they're essentially two friends and they do essentially squat in a house. Yes. That Jimmy Fails is under the assumption was built by his grandfather. Um, and yet what I love about this film, in a sense, and you have to kind of give away the end in order to be able to get a grip yeah. on being able to tell the whole story. So it's a really quite a long shaggy dog story of him telling this elaborate sort of story of how yeah. this was built by his grandfather. You feel all the family members of his family have bought into this and everyone's supporting this myth. Now, you identified Maddie 
a bit of an issue with the first shot that I was going to gloss oh, over, yeah. but I think you're well, right. I like the, the very first shot because I get some particular very yeah, yeah, first yeah. shots that little girl running along the street, which I remember. Oh, that's oh yes, yes. Yeah. But the like the main bit of the yeah. beginning of the film was the preacher standing yeah, yeah. in this little box, and um, I liked the shot, but there was something about yeah, the, the light. way. The light, it, well, it also, like you said, looked blue screen. It did. Too blue screen. I was struggling. I don't know if it was if it was <clears throat> actually real and it yeah. just looked fake because it was beautiful. But he also had this light on his face that looked like a big studio light. Yes. It didn't look like real lighting. Yes. And the sun was yellow and his face was white. Yeah. From the, the light, it was like white on his face. And I, I, I there was something that kind of, it just threw me off a bit. Like the shot of the two of them sitting opposite Oh, him the, the bus stop was good. And yeah, that's yeah. why it made it worse because it was like, why is his shot so? Yeah. And it was it was risky, I think, putting that as the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And it was such a big shot that they held because he was yeah. preaching and you're, you're buying into him And the whole time I was like, uh, I, I didn't think that at all, but oh, now right. I'm not as observant as Maddie. But also I would, I would posit that I mean, given that it's a mytho mythological, it's a myth, the whole thing is sort mm. of like an urban myth, if you like, or mm. a fable. A fable, yeah. And it, um, it can't be true. We know that from the beginning, the hats are house and, and everything. Well, I don't given, know. Given I don't, that, I... don't you think that I don't he think... could have been saying in that first shot that this is... So what, they were kind of using him as a chorus? Yes, yes. Yeah, but they, now you've even... said that, I do remember there was something different about yeah, the first shot. Yeah, that's a good shot, point. But I took it in the spirit of he's... He's he's not being clear about what he's giving. I think us. you may be right, but I think like Maddie says. I agree, but when you're just watching it, it just yes. seems yeah. like it's okay. bad. If it's the first okay. thing that okay. hits yeah. you yeah. and you're unaware that this is the device that perhaps yeah. it probably would have worked if it was later on in the film. Yeah. Yeah. As a start, you're just like, why is the lighting? So yeah, and oh, I think okay, just okay. just just to give listeners and, and viewers a bit of a grab on that. This, if, if you were to sort of, this is an incredibly surreal film, mm. and yet it's a narrative film. Yeah. It tells it's a beginning, middle, and end film. It tells a story. But it's not at all afraid, and in fact, it sort of relishes going off on utter random deviations and mm. distractions. Mm. And in a way, you're right. Having seen the whole film, you can almost excuse the opening. Yeah, yeah. But oh, that, that's me. Be, I'm being really, yeah, 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 really yeah, yeah. fussy about yeah, yeah. pointing that out. I loved that first sequence where they were skateboarding. I, I, it gave it yeah, a real all energy. Yeah, the slow-mo bits as well. Like yeah, oh yeah, the slow-mo. And it wasn't just street. traditional slow-mo either. It was that sort of strange yeah, photographic really, really. slow-mo where one part of it is, is yeah. slow. Yeah, 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 exactly. Epic, I would say. It was epic. Yeah. It was epic in its, in its depiction. And yet at the same time, there was a sort of brightness and primary coloredness to it all mm. that made it not real and real. It was a really curious well, film. I was saying yeah, there was, was. something about yeah. it that reminded me of you know the way like Isle of Dogs and um Yes Fantastic Mr. Shot Yeah Wes Anderson Shot Fox is shot Wes Anderson like, Wes Anderson where it's kind of like yes. all symmetrical yes. and all very and at times when the two of them are walking on the street, for example, this yeah. they're walking with these sunflowers. They're walking in perfect like yeah. Yeah. and there was something very symmetrical and also with the first shot that I wasn't too sure about. Mm. It was very like that as yeah. well. It was all very Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Well, that's what I feel in a way by saying that about the first shot, even that it it ends with a play, and it's almost like the whole thing. One could say he's giving a us a version of a play. Mm. I, I mean, almost as it went on towards the end, I was thinking, is is any of this real in the sense that are there two men for a start, mm. or is this all the one one in one person in the one man's head? Yeah, I bought into it. I believed his grandfather had built this house. Oh, did you? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I thought I, the only reason I didn't was because in the trailer it said that. 
Well, I know, but I, I just thought maybe they'd thrown us a bum steer there. Oh, so maybe, I thought they I mean, definitely they lost the house. It def they definitely weren't in it, and that other white family were in there. Mm. But I thought that they, he had a genuine claim on it. I thought oh. historically there was a I genuine some, claim yeah, on it. Yeah. yeah, and so I bought into that, and I believed that. I think that's what the real power of this film is. Yeah. Is that it's about storytelling. Yeah. You kind of see it through Jimmy's eyes as well, I think. And yeah. you kind of see it as like you get frustrated for yes. like, as he did when people didn't yeah. believe him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that hilarious bit with the people on those like oh, segway things. Oh, on the segways when they're doing the, yeah, so the right tour. down to, yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks I mean, out the window. I mean, that was like, that was like, like a group of people on these, what are they called? Segways, segways. They are the segways. Yeah, called segways. Um, on the segways, oh. and it's like a tour. <laughs> and they're all like kind of like, around they're filmed from above. They're all looking up. Yeah. Off, look like and they're saying oh, I don't think it's I don't think it was yeah. built then yes it was and our lead character Jimmy Fells is insisting to them that actually this was built by his grandfather you're wrong you know you've got the real you've got the estate agent saying it you've got local historians saying it mm. you've got every, you've got the owners of the house saying yeah, it you yeah. know you don't own this and yet that was what I fell in love with in this film was that I bought into Jimmy yeah. Fails' belief. Yes. Yeah. And I disagree with you and I'd be really curious to know what subscribers think or people who've watched this film think I think he always knew it wasn't his. So but yeah, I, possibly. possibly. I think he really yeah. wanted to believe that it yes. was his. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and so his frustration with people was... I mean, I don't know about was... so much at the beginning, but I right. feel like he definitely knew earlier than when we were let on. Right. Earlier than when he was told. Yeah, right. I, I think so. I mean, I think the fact that the first thing we see of him is him painting the thing. I mean, it's funny. hysterical. They take you straight to the point where... And he's arguing with the woman. And what I liked as well was they didn't make the white family... They weren't vicious. I no. mean, the, the man was trying to calm the woman down and yeah. saying, oh, just go, just go, it's not yeah. yours. And she was, and he's painting away. She's not having food it. Yeah. I liked it because it was like the equivalent neighbourhood in the UK would be somewhere like Upper Street. Yeah. yeah. I, I also really love the bit where, you know, the two of them are moving all of their furniture into the house and that white guy on the other side. Yes, that was them. a funny moment. And then he went over and introduced himself and they were both being really polite to each other. Yeah. And then Jimmy went back off and then the guy's just like, <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. But again, that shot, you're right, Wes Anderson is a really good grab on this. It and I'll tell you actually, someone else who I thought it, it really reminded me of um, was Spike Lee's early films, especially Do the Right Thing. Yeah. Because the um, gang on the opposite side of the road, the way they were all kept, they were all shot in mm. extraordinarily close, close. coordinated, mm. almost choreographed yeah. Yeah. synchronicity with each other. Yeah, and it I don't did seem all choreographed. Didn't it? Also with the four, four or five guys that stood outside that house. Yeah, the gang. You know, the gang. They were always in the same place. They were, They always absolutely. stood in the exact same place. Exactly. Yeah, and there was something really like... Something and they reminded me of... They were always this side of the street. That's right, that's right. And when you watch Do the Right Thing, there's the infamous two yeah. guys sat on the, on the road who they, yeah. keep, they keep cutting back to them and they're always talking. Yeah. And I think Spike Lee was using that as a sort of, like, you know, in the Greek tragedy and Greek theatre, the chorus. I was just going to say, not to belabor the point, it's the Greek chorus. Yeah, do you yeah. think there was a bit and of that keep, choral yeah. thing? And if you yeah. think that it's about a play within yeah. a play yeah. and it's the yeah, whole yeah. thing a play. And then I was thinking about it, then it became an even richer film as you started to think about, what did you think about its depiction of home and house? I, I thought it was really, I think it was really emotional. It made it me was. think a lot about where I lived. Yeah, yeah, because I don't think anyone really thinks about that. No. I mean, I don't really think about like the fact I have it. You know, you kind of take it for granted. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then you kind of put yourself in the situation if you were losing a house that you believed was yours and that you own. Yeah. Then and it also, must be and really then you have painful. a history with as well. Yeah. And also, if, like the whole idea that if everything went wrong, where would you go? Yeah. Yeah. And and, and they were, it was very big on that. Mm. And the guy saying to him with the Danny Clover. Uh, the fact that the Danny Glover character and the other guy had got such a strong relationship. Well, it's yeah. his grandfather. Yeah. 
And yeah, just... so I really liked those small scenes where they were all watching television together. Yeah. yeah. And Danny and um, the, Jonathan, is it? Yeah. They were very close. And then Jimmy was kind of just, you could see, like, not that they were purposely doing it, but no. the alienation. Well, you got that. How alienated yes. Jimmy yeah. would feel. Yeah, yeah, and Jimmy was constantly outside of things. Too. I think that was Jimmy's pos yeah. position, wasn't it? He was always outside of things. And, yeah. You know. So they essentially, they, they take up house, they move into the house, they, they even move Jimmy Fell's. Uh, grandfather's furniture yeah. in. Yeah. And you're sort of, there was just the ticking clock of knowing this is all going to go horrendously wrong, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's what I hated. Because yes. like whenever they were kind of enjoying it or, you know, getting comfortable, I was just like, it's just not going to end the way yeah. you want it to. Yeah. It's a really hard film well. to describe. It is. It's a really hard it film is. to well, describe. Because surreal is a good, you know, it is a surreal film. so many surreal well, it's things. it's a film you've just got to go and see. You've got to yeah. see it. But I also just wanted to point out that sh a shot that I really loved in the film, which is when, um, Jonathan's like, he, I think he's writing his play on the beach and stuff, but there's a shot of these kids playing and one of the kids throw a rock, but then the camera, it's oh, as yes. if the camera's the rock yes. and it goes towards the kid's face, it's going, ah, I just love that shot They're so funny much. little moments, almost cartoony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I loved cartoon. all of those moments and I liked all the moments, you know, where they've kind of talk to people on the street, like yes. the guy that sang the San Francisco song, yeah. Yes. Yeah. all of that. I really liked all the yeah. things I did. What did you think of Jonathan Major's character, you know, the playwright friend? I mean, he was, was he a bit simple? It's, That's well, what it's, I said, reminded me of my cement. Yeah, well, yeah, I think you're absolutely yeah. right, yeah. Lenny. Yeah. Yeah. He was almost like a sort of seer though, in the sense yes. of the SWR. In the sense he had visions, he yes, could see the future. Absolutely. So in that sense, he was yeah. like both semi-autistic and semi-autistic. I found him so heartbreaking. He was. But he was odd because he kind of thought that he knew what he was like and then he wasn't how you thought no. he was at yeah. all. So like, for me, at first, he definitely came across as the quiet. Yes. The, 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 like the more... I don't know, kind of thought out one. But then there's that really weird bit where he just goes up and talks to the gang. Yes. And like, I wouldn't think your character would no. do that. No. But he was he was an odd character, but they worked really well together. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. loved him so much. I did too. I loved I kept thinking someone's going to hurt you. No, yeah. I know, yeah. I know. And what about the bit where the the one gang mem was member was involved with... Wasn't that interesting? Kofi. Yeah. So he kind of came in. He I saw... knew that was going to happen right yeah. from when... Jonathan went up to the gang and was talking to them and you could see that Kofi wasn't violent like the yeah, rest of yes. yeah. And he kind of looked at him as he went on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really liked his character. But that scene again was very fascinating. Of the, Which one? The, the, the fox. When they were all in the, you know, when they went into the sauna and they were yeah. all sitting there oh, sweating. Yeah, yeah. But that was like Smoking the fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah, it that's was what very I mean. Wes Anderson, kind of almost weird. Yeah, well, I don't know. I really liked it. it was He's taken lessons from him, actually. I mean, well, when in you say a that, sense. It's very, so similar. It's, it's almost, so similar, but at the same time, an, it creates its, its own voice. Way, yeah. 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 And it, but, it, but as you say, the structure of the people in the shots, even. Yeah, incredibly so formal. I, it was one of those rare films where every single time new bit small characters came in, I got so excited because they were all single-handedly brilliant. Yeah, like, whether it be, week no, whether it be the Segway historian and the Segway riders, His they were all great. and the guy that rode the skateboard, like Absolutely. her husband, she was like, you still look good. Though. Oh my God, yeah, no shit, that's who I was driving at. She was amazing, yeah, the aunt, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But also I felt, I know mean, I've never been to San Francisco, you have, but I've read a lot of novels about San Francisco. Have you never and, been to San Francisco? No. no, and there was, but there's this, there is this sort of idea that it's full of eccentrics. Yeah, oh, and it, it, and it really showed is. you the eccentricity of the people, but in a very fond way. Yeah, like make, that naked old yeah, man. Yeah, it didn't make fun of, of anybody, did naked it? Old but man it at just showed you it like it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And essentially, they sort of, in that sort of showing you the background, they, yes. they covered the thing that, in actual fact, that area particularly, yeah. 
was a white middle class area where they all all the hippies yes. who were middle class and rich went to drop out yes and then that area became their area yeah i mean and there are some absolutely emblematic shops in this and there's the brilliant shop which you've incidentally as a small toddler you walked down that street oh the great big hill where he skateboards down. all the way down i don't down. know how he managed to do that quite there something that scene where he was skateboarding after talking to his dad and obviously he was angry because yeah, his dad yeah. told him that the house wasn't there yeah um when he was skating down the hill and he totally actually did it when he fell off yes, yeah. yes. i know what that feels like yeah. down crystal palace it was an incredibly it, at times it felt very european art housey yeah. it was poetic it was surreal yeah it was so many different things and yet it constantly had a responsibility to take you back to the beating drum of a story mm. um the characters were all however small their scenes were so that when you have that wonderfully odd sequence at the end where the playwright character the friend jonathan majors mm has put his play on in the attic of this house that they're squatting in yet yeah, oh, this is how I, mean, no, I was so scared that no one was going to oh, turn so was, I was so scared and I was also was so scared what about when he was him. he was jumping from side yeah, to side playing on the Tommy park Cooper joke, which it was, was so funny but this works but it was quite poignant yeah, very and then, poignant and then you felt like this was a really sort of like a church spiritual like moment yeah. for all the characters in the film it was yeah. like all the characters in the film were there because it reminded me of a film like Being John Malkovich where what we were being invited into here given the fact that many of the characters had their own names that really this was almost like an AA recovery meeting for everyone who'd been in the film it felt very Spike Jonesy to yeah me. yeah it's weird though because I never for a second thought that the film itself was wasn't true mm. but I never thought that that was perhaps being a play off it was surreal I totally believe that the no I don't think the film was surreal and I, no, I, I, I think mean, it used like, surreal devices to show things so yeah, you'd have moments which were just really kind of not necessary for telling the telling the story no that's true but I, I never right you guys saying it now perhaps oh, yeah, right. but watching yeah, yeah. it I never for a second thought it was like surreal oh right you didn't feel so it just it just ran truthfully for yeah. you as oh, a sort of, okay. oh that's interesting yeah, yeah. yeah. So I thought it was a really natural, realistic. Oh right, okay. Uh, well, it, oh, okay. but it was. But that's the weird thing about it is, on the one hand, it was incredibly stylized and incredibly. It yeah, managed I mean, to I mean, avoid being totally self-conscious, though. And well, I don't yeah, know that's how. what I mean because it's like you could say like the bit with the old man sitting next to me at the bus stop's a bit surreal, but mm. actually that's just the weird stuff that happens in real yeah. life. Like you sit in West Norwood, a naked person would sit. Well, you're, you're very true. So what you're saying is life is now stranger than real life. Well, yeah, and actually life was is just depicting it. Yeah. Well, it's true. If you think of the photographs of Martin Parr and people like that, yeah. you, you can look at the real David Lynch. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I think the film just showed stuff that usually. Yeah. It shows the real stuff that films usually don't show. That's interesting. But That's also, interesting. I wonder if Which part of the problem for the white... I know we keep... Oh, I won't say it again. But the white middle-aged reviewers who know that that house couldn't possibly have been his mm. because they know the history of San Francisco and when black people... But that's not what the film's about. No, 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 no. But I wonder if they hated the fact that the blurring of the edges... So as Maddie said, she went in... Yes. Think, taking it totally at face yeah, value yeah, yeah. as somebody of your age wouldn't. Somebody, yeah. you know, the only people that wouldn't would be people who knew the history of the area. And I think they don't like that. They don't mm. like the blurring of well, the edges. They can, yeah. Those people who don't really like the Joker don't get the realism in it. No, that's exactly. the weird thing. All the people who don't like it are going, well, it's not very DC, and it doesn't slot in with that, and it doesn't actually. If, if you've experienced mental health, it's like a documentary about it mental is. health. Yeah, yeah. It really is. And it, so what you're yeah. saying in a weird way, Maddie, is yes, you can look at the sort of stylistic devices, the camera work, and the curiosity value. Because if you think of the naked guy who stands at the bus stop, we have a local eccentric who travels yeah, around yeah. naked yeah, on a bike. Yeah. You, you only have to look at the world in a different way and yes. not look at it from our way yeah. to perhaps see this as the world that's out there. Yeah, yeah. And that's, yeah. the world's weird. That, well, there you go. Okay, well, should yeah. we sum up and um, score it, Mum? You can go first. 
I loved it start to finish. I didn't think, I thought it, I thought it would, I love fables. Yeah, I love yeah, sort yeah. of things where I can't get hold of the end of it or the beginning, but I know they, I'm going to enjoy the ride. Yeah. And <clears> I, I adored the two main characters. Yeah. Everybody was brilliant. Mm. I mean, I love the look of it. I love San Francisco, which I don't know, but it was fantastic. Um, I was wrong-footed at the right times. I, I just, mm. yeah, everything about it. Um, it went on slightly too long. Yeah. I think if he'd had a bit more confidence, he would have ended it slightly mm. before, maybe yeah, at the end of the play. So I would give it nine. Ooh, a nine. I thought this was a truly magical film. I, I you know, I. I was captivated and charmed by both the lead actors. Mm. I was impressed and surprised by every single new scene. Mm. I think every scene that started, yes, I would, I was, true. I think we underestimate as viewers that we we like to know what we like to think we know what's coming in a film, yeah. and often films kind of deliver what they yeah, think you're really. expecting. And this constantly surprised me in, yeah. in very nuanced in ways, way. yeah, in very good ways, and. And so those little kind of surprise moments, whether it be a performance or a line or a scene or, a, or an emotion that was generated, I thought was really refreshing. And there aren't many films around like that at no, the moment that aren't. do that. That's what the film language is about. Jazzing it up. It felt like a bit of a jazz riff, actually, mm. the whole film. The soundtrack was wonderful. I also thought it was really interesting. I thought it was a really interesting film about our desire to believe in stories. Yeah. And storytelling and the magic of Crucial. storytelling. And also how really... Actually, and I always love the fact that your mum, Nadia, is always shot by the fact that the Cohen brothers used to put based on a true story and that they lied. It doesn't really matter if it is no, true or not. And no. that's why I get really almost cross that a critic would look into the history of any of this because yeah. it's all about belief. Mm. Narrative storytelling is all about belief mm. in the same way that religion is about belief. And what I loved about that final scene in the attic was it was like a sermon. Yeah, and if you was. think they were drawing the parallel between the preacher at the beginning yeah. and then the preacher at the end was, of course, the actor. Yeah, and yeah. so I thought this was almost like a religion. For me, it was almost a religious sermon on the value of believing in fiction. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if that fiction is a complete fiction of your life or whatever, because yeah. really, we all live lies, we all live yeah, fictions. Yeah. But I also think, interestingly, something that no one's talked about, finally, is that it is also a film. It is called The Last Black Man in San Francisco. It is a principally black cast. It's about ownership, it's about origin, and it's about belonging. Mm -hmm. And I think all three of those things in America right now are critically important yeah. for the black American. And so, I, you know, I, I thought it was just an incredibly rich tapestry that I could I could go back and watch again. So I would yeah, give it 9.75. Whoa! You've done yeah. a mean. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so um, obviously I was really excited about this film before we saw it. And although th this is me being so fussy, this yeah. is the only problem I really have with the film. That beginning, I, I had a problem with it for it to start with that kind of a shot with sure. the bad lighting and that. Apart from that, I absolutely love the film and I agree with you both that when you're watching it you kind of don't know what the hell's going to happen. No. But in a good way and you trust that the film's going to lead yeah. in a, like in a good direction. And I didn't think there was a single weak character or actor in it. I loved the gang members. Yeah, I yeah. did, I did. That could have been a bit cliche, yeah. it could have been a bit... Yeah. Um, and it made me really laugh and it also made me cry so much. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. I saw you, you were in guitar, but it was like, very moving. There was a bit with Danny Glover who's obviously yes. blind and mm. when... Um, uh, Jonathan's moving out and he's lying to the dad oh, about damn. moving out oh, damn. and he's like we can you know do our oh, you damn, know, story how you feel about uh, me oh my god that, yeah I was, I was watching it I was like this is how I feel going to this party tonight oh no but it's like it broke my heart and Jonathan's character 
really broke my heart. Yeah, as a he whole, did. He you was know, I don't know, he just seemed really lost his character a lot. Mm. He yeah. depended on Jimmy to kind of... Mm. There's a bit where Jimmy went off without him. And he was oh, like, where don't, are you That going? was heartbreaking yeah. too. I was like, yeah. don't leave him. When he was on his own oh, for a bit. Yeah. Stuff like that. Because I, I always feel for the underdog. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, don't leave him. Yeah, it was all that abandonment and belonging that, thing. Yeah, and, and you know, even the bit like he did his play and everything and everyone walked out without clapping. It's oh. just stuff like that. And I'm just like, yeah, I can't yeah, yeah. bear it. Um, it is but, a big deal. Yeah, it was beautifully shot and the music. Mm. Oh my God. Mm. Like, Another soundtrack? Out, the soundtrack's out. Oh, it is? So I, like, I downloaded it just straight oh, away. And I did really love like the kind of Wes Anderson look to it, the symmetry. Mm. Yeah. That's what I love, because I get a bit OCD yeah, sometimes yeah, 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 yeah. stuff, and I really liked that. But sometimes Wes Anderson does it too much, whereas I thought this was but willing to free that, up. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah, exactly. It wasn't just that, yeah, yeah, yeah. which yeah. is what Wes Anderson's films are just, just that. that. I really like the way the gang, they all talked over each other. Yes. And they sort of, yeah, they they had it. it didn't actually other. matter what they were saying mm. in one sense, but they were all like... Yeah, I uh, love their the colours unit. as well. They were yeah. so mm. colourful. And that mm. lovely bit where he cries in the shoulder of Jimmy. Like, I know. Oh, yeah. Um, but I thought it was just like, it was such a... I feel like this is the kind of film, you know, with my mid nineties, where we were sort of say is empty for yes. some yes. odd reason. Yes, yeah. But I think it was such a like soulful film. I it agree. had so much soul in it. It did. And yeah, I mean, I think Kiki also fell in love with Jimmy. Yeah. I felt, yeah. Well, I fell in love with both of them, to be honest. Yeah. But um, yeah, and I just, I just loved all of the kind of like the visual poetry sort of thing. You know, like if Bill Street could talk, yes. it was like if a yes. poem was visualised. Yes. Yes. I felt like that. this film was like that yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like the bit where he's throwing the leaves down yes. and he's just not, not catching, catching them, them in a bag. bag. Yeah. Um, and I love the bit where they're walking with the sunflowers. And yes. I, oh, yeah. 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 I just thought, Which well, was almost like it was out of a, that was like it was out of a European that's film. That's what I mean, yeah. they were walking. Like yes. They were really yeah. formal. And they were yeah, I mean, I just, I loved every minute of it, but I do agree that it was a little bit too long. It yeah. could have ended earlier so i would give this i'd say 9.5 9.5 wow. here's a thought do you think that the playwright was jimmy's imaginary friend <gasps> he had the feeling of an imaginary friend i don't know whether or whether jimmy was actually the playwright's imaginary I thought it was friend one, i thought a couple of times this is one character but maybe about. jimmy felt the playwright's the one with the vivid imagination yeah. writing the stories maybe yeah. he's written the story and jimmy fail is his yeah. creation yeah and that's when he's gone the story's gone yeah <gasps> yeah no, that's really sad because then that would explain with kofi coming around he was only talking to jimmy to yes exactly but there you, exactly. Go. you don't often get films that allow you to think of it like you would more a book yeah. what is he doing that or yeah. a poem is it this or is it that yeah anyway guys tell us what you think if you go and see it subscribe to the channel lots more reviews coming Thousands of reviews that are already there, trailer reviews, program reviews, vlogs, you name it, it's all on there. So check it out. The Last Black Man in San Francisco, limited release, various cinemas across the UK and in America. To San Francisco, be sure to wear some flowers in your hair. For more film and family fun don't forget to click the subscribe button and make sure to click the bell to never miss an update